Welcome to the Barefoot Lunch Podcast, dedicated to helping CEOs hire exceptional people and individuals realizing their ambitions, potential, and land sweet jobs. I'm your host, David Sweet. I'm really excited to bring you this episode about top grading. Uh, When I started up my recruitment company, I named it Top Grading because I felt that the interview process was was so good. And uh, just so that uh, we didn't get in trouble later on, we eventually changed the name to Focus Core instead of uh, Top Grade. But uh, Top Grading was uh, a system developed by Jeff Smart and, uh, his, and Brad Smart in the U.S. And the process was used for Fortune 500 companies, uh, most uh, successfully with companies like GE and Honeywell. And I've gone through and rolled this uh, process out to several companies, and I use the process for Focus Core as well. And I just find that um, it's a simple five-step process that always has made sense to me in interviewing and picking A players for a company. And I want to just note, I think it's important that a company has a process in place, whether it's top grading or any process. I I think it's just important that a company puts together a process um, and then follows that process when they're going through an interview um, and bringing in new employees. Because if you're following a process that's been agreed upon, then you really will end up choosing the right people. Uh, The companies that I see that make the biggest mistakes uh, are ones that just wing the interview process. They don't really have a process in place. And I know in my own career, the, the hiring mistakes that I've made are ones when I've made decisions outside of this interview process. So uh, again, there's just a little bit there about just to have an interview process and top grading, I think, is an excellent one. And I'm happy to help you with that. Um, or you go through and you create your own organic interview process as well. And this is you do worse than using this as a model to uh, use for recruiting uh, for your people and, and modifying based on this. So in general, there's about five steps. Uh, The first step is you go through and you get everybody on your team that's part of the interview process, whether that's other managers or your HR, and you get them to dedicate that you're going to hire only A players. And to do that, you decide what A players are and you just everybody commits that that's what you're going to look at. And then the second step is to document what an A player is, right? So you sit down for first key positions and say, okay, if we're going to hire um, a, a sales director, then these are the key components that a sales director needs to have uh, in our company to be successful. Uh, these are the KPIs that they hit. These are the metrics that they hit. And then you reverse engineer that so that when you do the interviews, 
they, those are the key components that you're looking for. And um, if you want um, examples of uh, competencies um, for major positions like CFO or uh, operations director or sales director, just uh, shoot me over a mail and I'd be happy to send you over um, some examples that I've used in the past. And you could uh, use those for your own company. Um, then the next part is really the meat of the process, and that's the interview. And there's basically three different interviews you're going through. The, the first one is a screening interview. And you can do this on the phone, um, especially now uh, with um, this post-COVID-19 world. People are used to now doing things on the phone or via uh, a video, but you know it can be a very simple 30 minutes max type of meeting, and you go through four questions. Basically, what are your career goals? What are you really good at professionally, and what are some examples of that? Number three, what are you not so good at or not interested in, and give me some examples of those. And then finally, number four, if you want, uh, you know, tell me about how your boss would rate your performance on a scale from one to ten. Uh, we'll get more into to why you would do that, but I think if you ask those questions just briefly over the phone or on a video, you'll get a feel for the candidate, and you'll know whether you want to bring them in for a face-to-face -face interview. You'll know whether they have the basic skills that you're looking for, and uh, the personality that really will match your team. Then the next step is really um, the meat of it, which is the interview. And uh, a top grading interview is pretty rigorous and can take a while. It doesn't, it's in going through this, um, as an interviewer, it's can be pretty exhausting and I think if you are the candidate going through this position this uh, interview it must be exhausting and um, when I've watched Jeff and Brad Smart go through this I, I get the feeling that they're just wearing down the applicant and and once you wear them down and they finally tell you the truth um, and that's partly what you want to find out uh, with your A players the other point that I would bring out is what you're really looking for in an A player is in this process is someone that has always striven to be the best. And you'll see that in the interview that throughout their process, they're always going to new heights. They're always the best at whatever they're doing, whether it's um, uh, being part of a club and then they, they go and they lead the club activity in university, whether it's their first job and they ended up being a, uh, a team lead very soon on, or whether they're, you know, they're the first manager in a company. Um, you'll find that A players tend to always rise to the top, and there's not a lot of excuses, and that's really what you're listening for. So the... The, the questions that you go through are these, okay? Number one, what were you hired to do? And you go through for each position. 
Number two, what were your accomplishments in each position? Number three, what were your failures or mistakes and what did you learn from them? Then the fourth question, what was your team like? And then the fifth question, super important, is why did you leave the company? So I'll go through um, those five questions uh, as well as uh, for each job, but I'll also go through, and I tend to go through uh, high school and university. And being in Japan, we're lucky we can also ask people a bit more uh, generally about their home life. So I kind of ask people, you know, tell me about, you know, where were you born and how did you grow up and, you know, what were you like at uh, school? And then I spend about five minutes on that and then don't jump into the university and find out what clubs they were in and spend about five to ten minutes on university activities. And you're really listening to find out about uh, how they were because even if they got bad grades, you'll find out that an A player will tend to have still excelled somewhere in their life. Um, for example, they might say, well, I was, <laughs> my grades were pretty poor, but uh, I was, you know, captain of uh, the football team. Or um, they, you might find out, okay, I didn't do well academically, but what I did was on the side, I started up a company. You know, you might find out these these A, play, a player traits that keep on coming up. And then you go through and um, you go through each job and talk to them about uh, each position. And then um, you do what, uh, what Jeff and Brad's uh, smart call uh, the torque question. Torque, T-O-R-C, stands for threat of reference check. And um, this is, I think, what really makes this process stand out is the last question is, okay, if I spoke, you know, in this, in this interview process, I say to the applicant, I will obviously take up a couple of references because we're professional. Your boss at company ABC, what would, what, what was your boss's name? Okay, her name was, you know, uh, Miss Suzuki. And get the name, okay, get the name, write down the first name, last name. So it was Suzuki-san. What would she say your strengths and weaknesses are when I talk to her uh, about you? You will find um, that if you go through and do this torque question, that your candidates will do one of two things. They will freeze up and they'll say, wow, I don't want you to talk to this, uh, that employer. Well, that's great. That's a red flag. You want to know that. Great. Okay, that's fine. Why not? You would uh, probe a bit deeper and find out why or why not you should not talk to them. Um, and then the second thing is you'll find out that even if it would be a bad uh, reference, that they'll tell you the truth. So that's what you're really looking to do here. And then the final step is actually the reference check. And you do go and take up uh, two or three references for uh, the person. Now, the key here is that you choose who you want to speak to. The applicant doesn't. 
So if you've gone through and done a top grading interview and they've got four or five positions that they've worked at and you pick the ones that you think that you would like to talk to, that maybe their company, company two and three were the most relevant to your organization, um, pick those two and say, okay, I'd like to talk to your manager at those two companies. Uh, you said their names were uh, Kaneko-san and uh, Mr. Rogers. So go through and, and set those up for me. I, I recommend, and I say this elsewhere, that you take up the references yourself. Don't, uh, don't leave those to a recruiter or to HR to do. I think if you're going to hire an A player and you're going to have someone on your team, you want to know exactly what their strengths and weaknesses are. And I think if you can call and talk to the person's former managers, um, it, you'll really learn a lot about the person and you'll feel much more comfortable hiring them. Remember, it's expensive and time-consuming to hire the wrong person. And especially in Japan, it's a nightmare to get rid of someone if you've hired uh, the wrong person you want to fire them. So I think it, it behooves a, a small business owner um, or medium-sized business to take the time and do a good job venting the, their applicants and uh, potential employees. It might take a bit of time up front. Uh, but it'll save you a heck of a lot of time on the back end if something should go wrong. So uh, that's one process, top grading, and I think uh, it's a good process. If uh, this is new to you, um, take a look at it and, and explore around it and use this as uh, a blueprint for creating your own uh, hiring process. I think you'll you'll find it uh, a good one to follow. Hope you found this useful. And please, um, if you'd like other uh, ideas for uh, building up reference checks, please let me know. I'm happy to uh, share with you any information that we have, and that might be useful for you to. Uh, be successful in your interview processes. This brings us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for being a listener. The Barefoot Lunch podcast is released on the 1st and 15th of the month and can be found on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast. If you like what you've heard, please leave a rating and a nice comment. And thank you. Our original music was composed and performed for the Barefoot Lunch podcast by Sweeney Davis. Mm-hmm.